upon further review. On the Carolina Panthers Podcast Network, welcome to the first Upon Further Review podcast featuring new general manager Scott Fitterer. Well, thank you, everybody, for being here, even though it's virtually. I look forward to meeting you, all of you in person once we get the opportunity. I can't uh, tell you how excited I am to be here and to be named general manager of the Carolina Panthers. What a great opportunity. I look forward to working with all of you. First off, I want to thank Dave and Nicole Tepper for this amazing opportunity. Mr. Tepper, from the moment we first spoke on the phone to meeting in person, I felt your energy, your commitment, your passion to creating a championship caliber organization. And I wanted to be a part of that. And I thank you for allowing me to be a part of this process to work in collaboration with Coach Rule. Uh, I also want to thank Coach Rule, just getting to know him over the past uh, two weeks on the phone, talking every day, getting to know him. It's been an unbelievable experience. I really look forward to working with him. Uh, it's going to be a great opportunity. And then to uh, Stephen Drummond uh, for all of his sage advice and his smooth uh, style about him. I want to thank him. Really helped during the interview process. Uh, and to the entire Panthers organization, to the uh, personnel department, to the coaches, to the football ops, all the way to the business side, I look forward to working side by side with all of you. This is an exciting time. Uh, it's going to take all of us to come together, work together to build a championship caliber organization that we can win with over a sustained period of time. I want to thank this, uh, the entire Seahawks organization. I spent 20 years there, just 20 amazing years with great people, uh, just great experience, learned a lot, first class organization, top to bottom, tons of leadership. I can't say enough about them and thank you. I specifically want to thank uh, John Schneider, who's been a great friend, a great mentor, a great boss, someone that I've laughed with daily. I really enjoyed his experience. I wouldn't be here without you. I also want to thank uh, uh, Coach Carroll, Chuck Arnold, uh, Peter McLaughlin, and uh, the entire Allen family for the opportunity I had in Seattle. I also want to thank just a few people in that organization. Uh, Trent Kirshner, who should be uh, a general manager right now. Uh, Nolan Teasley, Matt Berry, Matt Thomas, uh, Willie Schneider, and Sarah, thank you. I also want to thank my guy, Kirk Parrish. He was, he's been there with me the entire time. Thank you. And then uh, I want to go to my parents. I want to thank them. Uh, they've been just a, such a great influence in my life. They've done everything for me. They've supported me, driven me everywhere. They've always been there. I can't say enough to them. I love you. Thank you. To my sisters, uh, my two older sisters who put up with me in all the sports, uh, thank you. And to my uh, sister, Lisa, when I was, I don't know, six, seven years old, I'd sit in front of the TV and she would say, or she would complain to my mom, hey, what's Scott going to do? He sits in front of the TV and watches football all day. How's he ever going to make a life for himself? Well, Lisa, here we are. So it's been good. I also want to thank, uh, most importantly, my wife and my kids. Uh, Cherish, you've been the rock. You've done so much for us. You're selfless. Thank you for everything you do. Uh, to Ella and Cole, you know, uh, you guys, you guys are uh, a real blessing to me. I thank you. I love you. I can't wait for you guys to get down here and be a part of the Charlotte community. I also just want to thank a few mentors that I've had in my life. Um, Jerry Shea, Mars Sunderland, Scott, 
and Ted. Uh, appreciate all you guys have done for me. You know, this past week and a half has been a real whirlwind. Um, I got a call from Mr. Tepper last Sunday, and we had a, a brief conversation on the phone. And like I said, you could feel the energy and the commitment right away. And I knew there was something special. We had a Zoom interview on Monday morning, and it, it was intense. It was not a lot of football at that point. It was more about the cap analytics. And he really pushed me to my limits to figure out what I knew, what I knew and what I didn't know. And it was a really intense conversation, uh, really thought provoking, a lot of probing questions, and I really enjoyed it. And then uh, I hung up and I wasn't sure how it went. As you know, you sit back and you think, what happened there? And I had a, uh, had a phone call, a plane ticket about a few hours later, I was on a flight the next morning. I uh, got to Charlotte, met with Coach Rule, met with uh, David Tepper and Steven. I tell you what, once I met with them in person, it, it just took off. The information flow, the philosophies, the change of ideas, uh, where we wanted to go, the growth that we wanted to take place, yet combined old school football with that really resonated with me. And a three-hour conversation seemed like it was 15 minutes. And it just took off from there, and I, I was so excited when I left there. Mr. Tepper called Thursday, uh, took the job, and uh, here we are. So. Really excited about that. Uh, look forward to building a great organization here with, uh, in collaboration with Coach Rule. Uh, really exciting time. We're gonna take use of, or make use of a lot of different technology to make smarter, more efficient decisions in the football process without losing our way uh, in terms of football. So uh, in, the, in conclusion, I just wanna say, hey, listen, uh, we're gonna look for every competitive advantage we can find. You know, Whatever it is, we're gonna take the information and make the most informed decision that's best for the Carolina Panthers organization. So uh, I can't wait to get started. Um, you know, I, I wanna get with Coach Rule, I wanna get with the uh, coaching staff down here in Mobile next week and really get to learn them, to know them, their, uh, what they're looking for in football players and get with our personnel staff. Uh, we're gonna meet down in Mobile. They're gonna come up here in February and we're gonna get started on the process of uh, uh, keep building on the uh, foundation that Coach Rule started last season. So I just want to say in conclusion, thank you uh, all for being here. I respectfully uh, request that, uh, you know, we, we don't get into specifics of players today, but I will uh, speak in general terms about the organization, my relationship with Coach Rule, and what we're going to do going forward. So thank you to everyone for being here. When did he realize that Fitterer and the Panthers were going to be a good fit? Well, you know, it, immediately on the phone call on Sunday night, I thought it would be a good fit. Um, the interview on Monday, the virtual interview, it's hard to get a feel for people over Zoom. You know, it's uh, just that dynamic is missing with the interaction of people. And there are a lot of tough questions. And like I said, it wasn't a whole lot of football. It was more about analytics and, and salary cap and different things that, uh, you know, are a little bit different to me. Um, there's things that I know, but there are also things that would challenge me. And they came right after me. Like I said, I hung up. But once I get, met them in person on Wednesday, from almost like the first few minutes of meeting them, it just took off and it just felt right. And uh, it, was, it was a great conversation. How much information did Fitterer have about Coach Matt Rule prior to the interview process? Yeah, I really didn't know him personally, uh, but I knew him professionally. We have a lot of uh, people in common. I got a lot of good feedback across the NFL and how much people love him, how, how forward thinking he is, how positive he is, what a developer of talent he is. So I was intrigued by that. Yes, we do share an agent. Um, but that, that wasn't really a factor in that. Um, really, when it comes down to it, uh, it was just the person. Like Once we talked, once we hit it off, we had a lot of the same philosophies. And we're, uh, we're developmental based. I believe in that. 
and uh, I, I really look forward to working with him. I have no, uh, no qualms. Up next, a reporter tried to entice Fitterer into talking about quarterbacks, both on and off the Panthers' current roster. Well, I'm not going to get, get into uh, hypotheticals. What I will tell you is we will be on, in on every deal. We're going to find out where things are going, what the landscape is in the NFL. But before we do anything uh, outside, I need to figure out who's here. I need to figure out this roster. I need to figure out who's on our offensive line, who's on our defensive line. I know them from a 30,000-foot view, but I need to know them from a coach's standpoint. I need to know them from a personnel standpoint and meet these guys and see what they're made up of. So there's a lot of things we're going to be involved with going forward. We're going to be very aggressive in our acquisition process, but it starts with getting to know our team and just being here for just a few days. I'm just starting that process. And then another reporter took another run at this exact same topic. Again, I'm just starting to learn the, uh, the players on this team. Uh, I do believe in competition, competition at all positions, and we're going to look to raise the level at all positions. We're never satisfied with our roster. Uh, so we're going to always look, you know, and I know you're talking about quarterback position. That's something I believe in drafting every year or acquiring at some point, just philosophically. And so uh, overall, I mean, I'm really just need to get here first, figure out our players on our roster, and that's how we're going to go about it. Fitterer plans to be aggressive. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to do a lot of transactions. We're going to look at a lot of people, bring a lot of people in the building, uh, churn the roster on the back end. Just really take a look at a lot of different people to see what's out there, what fits our team, and how we can build this going forward. You know, nothing's going to be status quo. It's all about building and moving forward. Up next, a two-part question. First, Fitterer's love of music, Pearl Jam, and other West Coast bands. And then that was followed by his draft philosophy as shaped by 20 years with the Seattle Seahawks. We'll listen to just about everything, country, um, Pearl Jam, whatever it is. It, as long as it's a good concert, we'll watch it. Uh, as far as uh, uh, the draft philosophy, in Seattle, we've historically picked you know mid-20s, late-20s over the last 10 years. And if, when you look at the draft, when you build the board, there's a, there's a certain level of player that stops about 16, 17, or 18. So once we're picking at 25, we know we're not going to get those, what we consider players that are going to come in be impact players. We don't see a big difference between 25 and 40 at that point. So we can move back, acquire picks, and still get the same caliber of player that fits our team. This year, it's going to be a little bit different. You know, I'm picking, we're picking at eight this year. And so we're in that mix uh, of players. So that gives us the opportunity. We can move up, we can move back. It gives us a lot of flexibility in the draft. And uh, it'll, be a, it'll be a new adventure and one that I'm looking forward to. But that's uh, really, if, if you're not in that top part of the draft, we're going to try to acquire picks. What are the keys to having draft success later into round one? The guys that can come in immediately start for you, make an impact, whether it's a defensive line, left tackle. Those are players that you see coming in, contributing year one. Those are franchise players that you can build on going forward. And uh, those, that's that ledge that I talk about that usually stops somewhere between 16 or 18. Fitterer has been following the Carolina Panthers from a distance. What I've, what I've seen this year on tape is a team that really competes hard, plays hard, is physical. Uh, you can see Coach Rule's identity in this team. You know, we played here uh, a few years ago in a playoff game, uh, and I was on a trip, and I stood on the sideline. And you, you could feel the fan base. You could feel the energy of the team. Um, they've always had a lot of talent here, a lot of success. And I'm just looking forward to be a part of this and build this going forward so we can have a consistent championship-caliber team. 
he does have some specific roster-building beliefs. Definitely, it starts with the quarterback, but I believe in building a team on both sides of the line, the offensive line, defensive line. You have to be able to protect the quarterback, and you have to be able to get after the quarterback. So uh, in this situation, those are, uh, those are all things that uh, we're going to look at. But uh, at my core, quarterback, offensive line, defensive line is where it's going to start. He's also learned that evaluating players goes deeper than just athletic talent. Yeah, you know, um, I think our coaching staff did a great job connecting with the players uh, up there in Seattle over Zoom throughout the spring and summer, and it's kind of the new normal for right now. I just look forward to, you know, when the players walk in the building here, whether they're in the weight room, uh, in the meeting rooms, wherever, walking around and meeting them, I think that you have to know who a person is and what they believe in and how they, uh, what their competitive makeup is in order to know if they want to be, if they're the right fit for this team. You know, everyone can see the, the physical skill set on tape, but it really comes down to who is the right person for our organization. And so I look forward to meeting all the players and figuring that out. Does Fitterer see any Matt Rule in Seattle Seahawks coach Pete Carroll? Sure. You know, there are a lot of similarities uh, that are taking place. Um, coach Carroll was hired first in Seattle. He was involved in the process of hiring of John, of John Schneider at that point. Watching them work together, you know, Pete was in charge early on, you know, but watching them work together, collaborate, the trust that was built, uh, the fact there was no ego involved, uh, and just the way they challenged each other and had a conversation, those two, without really knowing each other prior to, de developed a really deep relationship with each other. And, and to this day, they really rely on each other. And that's what I look forward to with Coach Rule. It's a, it's a very similar situation. Uh, it takes two people with no egos and really just wanting to do what's best for the organization. And uh, I'm blessed to have a, a firsthand look at that over the last 10 years. And I look forward to uh, doing that here in, in uh, Carolina. Has he identified a few early tasks that he needs to complete? Well, the biggest challenge is just coming in and to know the people. Um, you know, walking down, I've met I don't know, 100 people already, it seems like, and shaking hands and just kind of putting the names with the faces. And, uh, and then really, I just want to get down and get to know the people, see how they work, how they evaluate. You know, you know people from the road. I know a lot of the scouts from the road, a lot of the personnel guys. But until you're in a building with them or in a room with them evaluating players, you really don't know how they talk, how they think, how they look at players. So really, the, the first step is getting to know our own staff. And then um, in terms of the other things, everybody else is under contract. I want to know who's here. I think we should try to develop the people that are here and uh, work with the people we know. And finally, has Fitterer talked with any current players yet? Again, I'm not going to talk about any player specifics. Uh, I did uh, have a phone conversation with Jeremy Chin. Uh, we have a friend that's his agent. Uh, he reached out, and we had a, a really good conversation. I look forward to talking to the other players that are here, uh, getting to know them. I'll, I'll reach out to Christian and some of the other leaders on this team. But uh, – as of right now, it's just all so new and so much is going on that uh, I'm just trying to get settled. And I just want to get back to the football part of it. It's been so much HR and media. And uh, I look forward to getting down to Mobile and uh, just getting back to football. That's the new general manager of the Carolina Panthers, Scott Fitterer. Thanks for listening to this introductory press conference. I'm Mick Mixon reporting on the Carolina Panthers Podcast Network. <laughs>